Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Push Start Media Network, where you can't do anything in life without pushing push start. start. Yeah. There we go. See, yeah. you're learning. So today, guys, welcome back to How We'd Book It. Our first episode is out doing really well. We have four five-star reviews on iTunes. So if you're listening on iTunes, make sure to go do that. Somebody find Booker T so uh, he can do the fifth one. Yeah, the five time, five time. Five times. If you're going to do it, you got to do the countdown, man. Come that's on. that's true. I, Come on, man. I, I wasn't around during Booker T's prime. Get get with the program. That, that's, that's accurate. But today, guys, we are going to be talking about Jeff Hardy and how we would have booked him. The charismatic enigma. In AEW. And guys, today's a very special episode because we are going to do a giveaway for this episode. We are giving away a Matt Hardy AEW action figure and a Jeff Hardy WWE elite action figure. And all you have to do to enter is you have to email us, email us at Christian Ingram, YT at gmail.com. And let us know how you would have booked Jeff Hardy in AEW. What's the YT stand for? YouTube. Oh, okay. You how many email addresses you got? There's a lot. <laughs> I, I, first, I started with the Power Rangers guy at gmail.com. I don't guess. don't confuse them. I'm just yeah. No, it's a so Christian Ingram yt at gmail.com. How you would have booked Jeff Hardy in AEW, and we will choose our favorite. And whoever our favorite is, what do they get, Jason? They get dolls to play with. They're action figures, man. And just put the subject line of uh, Jeff Hardy AEW, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. So maybe may, maybe you. As Hogan would say, you, brother, would win, could win, brother. Yes. So, guys, Jeff Hardy, AEW, I think we need to start out with how on fire they were in TNA and the indies right before they came back to WWE, Madden Jeff. Yeah, well, they were. um, They had a lot of a lot of freedom to do what they wanted to do in, um, in impact. And, uh, you know, right before they hit WWE that night of WrestleMania, they used the Saturday night before that they were or was it the same night? I think it was the same. No, no, it was the night before. They okay, were doing yeah. a signing the same day. Oh, the signing. OK, yeah. They had the ladder match with the Young Bucks for the Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor. And um, no, I mean, I you know, as much as I didn't like a lot of that stuff, I mean, I liked it a lot better there than anything else he's done with it since. But, um, you know, I mean, no, they 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 were on fire. They were absolutely on fire. I remember the only episode of TNA I watched during that era was from the Hardy compound. Main event was Eddie Edwards versus Bobby Lashley for the TNA World Heavyweight title. Yeah, one of the things that I really liked about it was I've never been a big um never been a big brother versus brother feuds. It's just they they've never gotten I don't know. I just don't like them. I mean, it's stupid. I mean, brothers fight, but they're not going to sit there and do it week after week after week. Ninety-five um, percent of families, anyway. I mean, you've got the few percentages of families that want to kill each other, but for the most part, We've I been mean, there. you know, you you know what I mean, though. I mean, for the most part, they, uh, you know, they they fight, and an hour later, you know, it's like nothing ever happened. And so, I've never been a big fan of the brother versus brother. But um, when they started the uh, the stuff in TNA Impact, whatever the hell you want to call it. And uh, Jeff got hurt for doing something stupid as he normally does. And then uh, when Matt, when he came back and, you know, Matt was pissed off because they had to forfeit the tag titles when Jeff got hurt. You know, that's that's a believable angle because it's not the first time. And if they put them back together, it might not be, especially at their age now, the last time that happens. Um, you know, so that was a, for for once. It was a very believable. I'm tired of your shit type of type of brother versus brother angle. Yeah, it was believable. It wasn't like the whole, 
uh, WWE feud. I don't even remember what it was exactly over, but it wasn't anything relevant. But that's when we got into the whole broken Matt Hardy yeah. gimmick. The, you owe you owe me these tag team titles. Yeah, the brother Nero, mm-hmm. everything. It was it was great, and you know they did a lot of good stuff with that. And at that point, Matt Hardy, you know, with the broken gimmick, was the main eventer. Yeah, and I mean he was on fire, and I mean again, um, you know he he possibly could have been again. Uh, you know, I, I and I told you when it happened. Um, I think if they could do it, if they could go back and do it again, they would have just brought him in as Matt Hardy because that's the last thing you saw on WWE TV. He wasn't broken or anything like that. He came out in the neck brace and Randy Orton, you know, kicked him over to AEW like he did Paul White, and Mark Henry, and a few others. Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Yeah, I mean, but you know, not not cracking on him or anything. But in all seriousness, the last thing you saw Matt Hardy on, you know, in WWE TV was Matt Hardy. Um, you he was know, out of shape, but you saw him. Yeah, well, you know, you get what I'm saying. He yeah. he he wasn't doing the gimmick. He wasn't doing anything. So instead of bringing him into AEW broken with no crowd, because you know, it, if he would have debuted in front of a crowd when that drone hit, the crowd would have exploded. You and I both know it. Yes. Um, he debuted the same night as uh Brody Lee. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like I said, you know, but he just, you know, there wasn't a crowd for that thing to work. Um. You know, they could have brought him back in as Matt Hardy. Let him do what he's doing now. Um, the Hardy family office. That or just anything. I mean, big money, Matt, whatever, you know. I mean, let him do something. And then when the crowds came back, he could, you know, he could go through a table or something and break again. Um, that gimmick is not going to work without a crowd. So, no, it's, I mean, it's certainly not. Like I said, hindsight being, you know, 2020, you know, maybe, maybe they should have. If he'd have been broken on WWE TV, the last you saw him, then I can halfway understand it. But he wasn't. He was just himself and cut a regular promo on Randy Orton and then got RKO'd into AEW. And, I thought he got punt, punt, kick, punt, yeah, punt kick, excuse me. He got kicked into AEW. And, you know, they, they, they should have went with it a different angle um, and just brought him in. He, he still would have gotten a pop as Matt Hardy. You know, give him a month off, do whatever you want to do and bring him in. He's still Matt Hardy. Um. You know, I've heard on numerous occasions he's got a great mind for the business. And even though Jeff was always a superstar, Matt was the glue that held him together. And he had a better mind for booking things and stuff like that. So, yeah, which um, we saw in TNA, you know, so given what it is, I think, yeah, I think that they had the chance to do it over again. They would because the crowd wasn't there. But what's done is done. And I guess he's having fun now. So. Yep, and that is where we're up to right now. Jeff Hardy is in WWE and he's just. Who they don't care with him anymore, and I get it. He's older, but on in '09 he was on fire. No, he was. I mean, uh, and he could be again. I mean, with under the right circumstances. But you know, in WWE's defense, I mean, he's in his 40s now, which you know, back in the day wasn't old. That's when a lot of those guys started. You know, like I said, I told you the other day when we were watching Raw. You know, Charlotte's 35 and she's a 13 time champion, and and Rick didn't win his first world title to 33. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side of that, these guys nowadays are doing a lot lot more riskier stuff and their bodies aren't going to hold up as long as they did back in the day. So, you know, everybody's got a shelf life and the kind of stuff that Jeff Hardy does. And, you know, some of the stuff he does really isn't isn't that extreme compared to, you know, what some of the guys do nowadays. But, yeah. um, you know, for, for his time, it was. And, you know, he's always been known as the risk taker. But. Again, what I was getting to with that, you know, in WWE's defense with Jeff Hardy, he's a former world champion. Um, you know, those kind of guys are still going to get a pop um, when, you know, when they come out, the crowd loves to see him, especially his face painted up like that. He still he still plays to the crowd. They, they, they still like him. The kids still love him. 
and but the older those guys get, that's what they're there for is to put over put over up and coming talent, try to help new guys get over and and establish new stars. So um, you know, as far as AEW goes, if if they were to get a hold of him, I mean, I would I would expect him. I would I would want them to bring him in with a big fanfare, yes. But you know, over you know a four to six month course, then you know his his big pop, his initial you know reaction is over with, and then they got to start getting some of those guys over. That's that's the, you know AEW. <clears throat> you know they're they're going down a dangerous path in my opinion because uh you know they're they're relying on you know a lot of guys that you know WWE's gotten rid of. And that was what, you know, that's what folded WCW. I mean, we've talked about it before. They made one star and that was Goldberg. And they, you know, WWE took a lot of their stuff, a lot of their mid card guys and turned them into legends. And it wasn't really that WWE turned them into legends. They just gave them the opportunity to become, you know, go out there and show what they could do. Jericho, Jericho, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. I mean, you know, even Malenko, Um, you know, so you take it for what it's worth. I mean, you know, Tony Khan still relatively new at this. I think he needs to surround himself with a few more minds of the business opposed to, you know, besides Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Cody, um, because you can tell there's different philosophies there and they need to be talent, not just out there having fun with their buddies. I would like to see the show get a little more serious, but that's for a different day. Yes, it is. I mean, I, I think AEW is doing good. They got stars like Darby Allen, MJF, Sammy Guevara. They're, they're not as bad as WCW was. Well, WCW was great until the you know the very end. The last year was pretty bad, but it was rough. Um, and again, I mean, I like I said, I'm not knocking Tony Khan. He, he's new at it. I just think you know, um, he doesn't have a Pat Patterson next to him that he needs. No, or you know, or even a Paul Heyman. Or I mean, Cornette would never do it. He's too opinionated. He, he doesn't. He, he won't. Uh, he won't agree to disagree. He gets too pissed off, but. Um, you know, regardless of that, it's just, you know, he, he needs somebody in there by his side that knows what they're doing to, you know, kind of, kind of like Vince was for Vince Russo. It's like real, reeling back in when, uh, Hey man, uh, you know, we can do that, but why don't we try it this way? You know? Yeah. I mean, cause it's, you know, like, like I said, I mean, I, you know, I, I would love to have been a fly on the wall to see how many times Vince McMahon had to reel in Vince Russo's ideas. And there was probably like, that much of Vince Russo's idea still left in there because we saw what he did in WCW. Judy Bagwell on a pole match for crying out loud. Um, yeah, it got pretty bad at some points. Yeah, I mean, it, the last year of that was just awful. Unwatchable. Um, so Unwatchable. But anyway. So today we're here to talk about Jeff Hardy's AEW run and how we think it would go, how we would book it, as the show is called How We'd Book It. So, Jason, I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, when would you have had Jeff Hardy come in? How would you have booked him? Who would you have liked to seen him against? And what title, if any, would you have had him gone for or win? I'm not going to do it from then. I'm going to do it from now. Okay. Um because you never know what could happen. I mean, they're really not using him a whole lot. I don't know what his contract is, but I mean, with these budget cuts, I mean, you know. You can see him get released. Yeah, I mean, Braun Strowman was on TV, you know, up until the day they released him. I um, never thought, let's, let's just talk about that for like two minutes. I never thought they would release Braun Strowman just because that's Vince. That's Vince's guys. Like, he loves those big, meaty men. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right. I know. Uh, He's one of the few they had left. I mean, it's like, you know, now with, with Roman and Bobby being in those championship positions, I mean, 
you know, rehab. yeah, you really don't. I mean, you're kind of in the same position that, you know, AEW's in with, with, with a Miro. Um, now that they've actually put him come out there and look like a monster, destroy a uh, Lance Archer. <laughs> Well, until last week, I was I wasn't I wasn't real happy with what they did with him last week. But I forgot what they do again. They brought him out at the end of that Penelope Ford match, and it's like you know. Oh you, yeah, you got him away from Kip and Penelope and turned him into a monster. Don't put don't don't start this shit again. Where's Kip? Yeah, but you know, like I said, no, that's where we were going with it. Is you know, with with Bobby and Roman being on top, you know, you you know, it's like you run into those guys and it's just, you, you don't really know what's going on with it. I mean, so, um, you know, you have to start building up some of the other talent and he, whether you wanted to put Braun over or keep Braun on top, you know, as a former champion, a former universal champion, as they pointed out when it was all former WWE champions and whatever match that was a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if he can be released, anybody can be released. And, uh, you know, so Jeff Hardy being released, you know, they're not doing anything with him, so it would not be a shock. He at this point, he's just a name. I don't think they'll release him right at right at the moment because they're getting ready to go back on the road finally. Um, so that would be a name that people know that they, they could advertise for the house shows that people would want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know what could happen with the budget cuts. I mean, there's been a rumored sale to to Disney, um, NBC Universal, whatever. You know, with the Peacock Network and everything, um, they're saying these budget cuts are coming and they're getting ready to sell it. I mean, whether they are or not, I mean, we'll, we'll you know, only time will tell. But, you know, again, Jeff, Jeff Hardy could very well become a casualty. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Okay, so let, let's go with it. How would you book him in AEW? How would you have him come in? That could be fun, actually. Um, what I would do, they have that working relationship with Impact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got guys that are under non-exclusive contracts to AEW. You do know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, after his 90-day compete is up. If he has one, because there's rumors that they're doing away with those that a lot of superstars have asked. I don't want that. Can I just go work? Well, I mean, if they're doing budget, if they're doing it for budget cuts, you know, I, they're making so much money right now. It's really not going to hurt them to pay those guys for an additional 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes down to whether they want to pay the guy for 90 days or not. They yep. can they can either say, OK, you go work or no, you set your ass at home and collect your check. I mean, it, it probably depends on the person. Um, you know, Vent, you know where that 90 day non-compete clause shit came in, don't you? Oh, yeah. The uh, Lex Lex Luger. Luger. But even but even even if the, he would have had one, his contract expired. So there's not one if the contract expires. That was that was offices, whether it was, you know, Jim Ross's fault as head of talent relations, whoever. But, you know, if the contract expires on a Sunday, they can still appear on Monday somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wouldn't have done any good in the Lex Luger situation anyway. But, you know, ever since they then, don't yeah, want they don't want it to happen. Yeah. And so anyway, let's just say he's got his 90 days. And. You know, you get Matt Hardy talking about, you know, he's getting bored and he needs to do something. But, he, you know, he feels like he's missing something. Just not a big promo, just, you know, little hints here and there. But then also on the other channel, on Impact, you know, Kenny's going to beat a couple more people. And you have Scott Demore come out and say, all right, it's like this. 
I'm going in the back and I'm going to make some phone calls. And I don't care if they were an Impact World Champion or a TNA World Champion. I'm going to see who I can get a hold of because apparently who who I have on my roster can't beat you right now. I got to make some phone calls. But then on the other channel, you know it's Jeff Hardy, but they don't show his picture. You have wherever you want to put it. You have you have a guy. You don't even show his hair. You don't you cannot? I mean, you can show like the Hardy compound if that's what you want to show without people knowing it's the Hardy compound because it's so damn big. There's plenty of places they could film. But like a reincarnation. Not even no, not even that. But you know, but you hear him talking, so you know it's him. And and he's sitting there saying, "People said I was old." People said I'd lost a step. People said I should just fade away and classify myself as obsolete. And I almost believed them. You know, go back to some of that TNA shit. But have it not not in the broken gimmick, but just him talking. Like I said, again, you know it's him, but they don't show him. Yeah. And you bring him in and, you know, and Kenny and Don Callis fight the whole thing on impact about defending the title against a former champion. And Damore finally says, okay, look, man, it's like this. I got your next opponent, but I'm not telling you who it is. And Kenny's, I'm not, I'm not doing it. No, you're going to do it. Or are you going to give up the title? You got to defend the title. But I'll tell you what, I'll let you pick the place. You, you pick where you want to defend it. And our guy will come in. So he picks the next AEW pay-per-view. And AEW that same night announces the signing of Jeff Hardy. He's talking to Matt, shaking hands, kissing babies, how excited he is. And then he tells Matt, I'll talk to you in a little bit, big uh, big bro. I got I got something I got to do. What do you got to do? I just, I got, I got other stuff I, I had to take care of tonight, you know. I'll see you in a little while. Main event time for the Impact, not AEW title, for the Impact World title. Kenny comes out. Who you got? Here comes Jeff Hardy. Do they play his uh, TNA music? Of course they do. They play Christian Cage's TNA music that you had to point out to me the other day. That's true. You didn't know that. Or they might play something, you know, he might pick out something of his own that he's done. Yeah. I mean, it, it don't really, the music at this point don't really matter. And the announcers are confused. Tony Khan comes out. What are you doing? I mean, they make, I mean, they, they turn this into a good five to 10 minute ordeal to where Jeff says, my contract with you is not exclusive. My contract with you is not exclusive. You called me as a former TNA champion. I agreed to face him. And tonight I'm bringing the impact title back home, but I'll still defend it over here. Cause I'm going to be back and forth. <clears throat> and you know, honestly, you let Kenny dominate the match. You don't bring Jeff Hardy in and beat your guy. It, whether I like Kenny Omega or not is 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 beside the point. You don't bring somebody in to dominate your champion. No, not at all. You Never. let Je you let Jeff get in some of his moves. You know, hell, you even let him get the Swanton in if you want. And yeah. you and you let Kenny kick out. But you've got Matt up top. Maybe and if he still got his faction together, whatever. But again, keep in mind, I'm saying this is for the Impact title, not the AEW title. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, you get all these different people getting involved, the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, and then out of nowhere, whether somebody hits Kenny by accident and Jeff hits him with a swanton or whether it's a simple surprise roll-up, you put the impact title on Jeff Hardy. Like I said, again, you let Kenny dominate most of the match. You look, you make Kenny look strong. And that way it gives him a, are you kidding me? This is the way you're going to take this title off me? And they have the, well, if your people hadn't gotten involved, we wouldn't have gotten involved. And then, the, you know, the next pay-per-view, you know, Jeff gets a shot at the AEW title. And Demore says, you're not putting that one on the line. We done been through this. I'm not going through it again. You're, you're, you know, if they want to put their title on the line, that's fine. Mine's not. And of course, Kenny retains. But then you've got him. He can go back and forth and team with Matt. You've got him on impact. You decide whoever the hell that you can pump up on impact to take the title off of him. And then you put the Hardy boys together for one last run because that's what they both want. Yeah, they need one last run. I mean, that's that's what I would do with him. I don't think he should necessarily win the Impact Wrestling World Championship. Notice I said the Impact, not the AEW. No, I know. I, I get what you're saying. But I think Kenny's going to go on a run of a lifetime and end up winning a bunch more titles. But, no, it would be interesting to see, though. You could even let Kenny get it back from him if you wanted. If they wanted to go belt versus belt again. I mean, that's fine. But if I'm t- you, you can't – you got to understand what I'm saying. You can't – you can't bring him in and let him dominate your champion coming from the other channel. Yeah. But you can't bring him in with a big fanfare just to lay right down. Yeah. Because it just kills the steam. And that's why I said, no, you know, you don't go out there and let him, you know, beat Kenny clean or, or anything like that. It just, you know, just to keep the steam on him for a few months. And then you can back off and let the Hardys do whatever the Hardys want to do. And if you get a crowd and they want to be broken again or whatever the hell they want to do and see if it works this time, I mean, let them do it. I mean, it worked once. Might be able to work again. I don't know. Um, but, again, that's that's kind of just that's what I would do with him. I mean, because, you know, he's he, he is older. His body's not going to sustain much much longer. You, you, you know, he's not going to be the face of your company. But, again, like I said with WWE, he's a name for these house shows that people will want to see. You know, people would want to see the Hardy Boys. Um, people would want to see, you know, on a big stage because Ring of Honor wasn't getting a whole lot of views. You know, you could have the Hardys and the Young Bucks and, you know, you could have the Hardys and the Good Brothers and some of these other good teams that are in there and uh, and go from there. Build up some of the younger teams. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what I think they need to do, honestly. And I, I, liked, I liked the way that, that that was booked. I wouldn't necessarily have them win, but I, I get what you're saying because you can't have them come in and not win. So it's like a catch-22. It's like damn if you do damn if you don't yeah well like i said it's a surprise element of jeff hardy even though people know it's jeff hardy but you just haven't seen his face um or his body for that matter but again no you can't bring him in to lay down the first match no um and that's why i said make it for the impact world title i like it because he can go back and forth and do what he wants Mm -hmm. and then that just builds up the working relationship the only thing that you got to understand too it's with Kenny going on the run of a lifetime with all these belts you're talking about. That's a lot of egos involved. <clears throat> yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, it's not just a wrestling belt. No, it's it's companies, it's bookers, it's owners um, that all have to come together. And I mean, they have to, you know, they all have to come together to trust Kenny enough that when they say, you're dropping my title to such and such, 
that he's going to say, okay. And not have Tony Khan be like, oh, he ain't laying down for him. So there's a lot of business going on behind that business to see how many titles he actually winds up capturing. Cause that's a lot of, a lot of back and forth behind the scenes that nobody will ever know about. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> it's, a lot of people are saying he's going to win the Ring of Honor title and the NWA title and the IWGP title. I don't know about all of that one, but it would be interesting to see. But let's see if that many. I can see the NWA title. What was the other one? Uh, Ring of Honor. See, they got more money than they need and being through Sinclair. So that's not a money issue for them. They could have all the exposure they wanted if Sinclair would put some money into it. And uh, they're not doing it. No, they're not. But they, it's like, you know, they've got more. Honestly, if you look up Sinclair Broadcasting, they've got more money than WWE. I mean, that could be a, a better produced show than Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. If they if they wanted to put the time and effort into it, they just don't. Uh, but again, they are a, a global company. So that's going to depend on who's running Ring of Honor, how they feel about AEW, how they, how what kind of relationship they have with Tony Khan, what kind of relationship they have with Scott Demore, and who's heading over an impact and this, that, and the other. I mean, because like I said, it's a lot of stuff that's going to go on behind the scenes with that. But the NWA, they would like they would like the exposure, and I'm sure you know Mag- Billy Corgan being what he is. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure you know, I'm sure Magnus, as long as he was guaranteed to get his title back. You know, to, to get his win back, as they say in the business, like he did with Cody, right? That he he wouldn't mind dropping the title, you know, because they they uh the NWA loves them some Magnus. I don't know if you read the article or not, but he 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 worked for them the whole entire time during COVID when they were not able to run and did not collect a paycheck. Um, so you know they're not going to make him do anything he does not want to do. No, that's fair, and I get it. I mean, he's a company man, so it depends on how he feels, but I would like to see Kenny at least hold the NWA title because of how prestigious that title is or was. No, I, you, you know, that's that's the world championship for me. I mean, that's what I grew up on. Um, you know, they, they the guy, and it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, <laughs> funny story about that. If you and, and read, read up on the world heavyweight championship, the NWA world championship, they set out all those guys – that Ric Flair was the only one that didn't ask to drop it. Like, I mean, you can go way far back when those guys needed a rest. Mm-hmm. Who you got that can beat me? I need to go home for a couple months. Who you got that can beat me? I'm like Jack Briscoe. Jack Briscoe, when he when he when he lost the title, he was done. He was ready to just team with his brother again. Um, Terry Funk, Dory Funk, both asked to lose the title. Not sure about Harley Race, but I mean that schedule they kept, man. I mean that's that, insane. It's an it, insane it was. Schedule. It was an insane schedule. I mean, but they said Flair just he ate it up. He, you know, they they said Flair was like a caged animal when he got home. Like he'd be home for two days and going crazy. He's ready to get back out on the road. That's just what he lived for. It's what he loved. They said that, you know, in the days of the traveling NWA world champion, Flair was the only one long term champion that did not ask to drop the title. Did not know that. That's crazy. I mean, I guess Kenny's kind of the same way now because he's defending all them belts. I mean, he's obviously not on the same schedule that Ric Flair or any of those old wrestlers were back in the day, but he's doing a lot more traveling than a lot of people right now. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, you know, we'll see. That's a, like I said, you know, New Japan and IWGP and places like that. Those those places are proud companies, and you know, I know Kenny worked for them and they have a working relationship, and I'm sure they, there's some kind of trust factor in there. But again, it, it's more than just Kenny. It's the bookers, it's the owners, it's the business of, you know, there's a lot more behind. The yeah, scenes I mean, it's like you know, know, yeah, okay, Kenny worked here, but he doesn't work here anymore. 
why should I let him take the take my title back to TNT? And the only the only thing they've got is it's going to get you some American exposure. They might they might say okay for that, but it's like I said, it's going to be a time frame, and you know, but it, it'll have to be all worked out and in writing and signed on who he's going to drop it to, when he's going to drop it, for them to consider it. Yeah, it's not just going to be a handshake and okay. I agree. I totally agree with you. You should. I know more than you. I don't know about that one, Chief. Uh, uh, well, agree to disagree. I know more than he does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's now it's my turn to book Jeff Hardy in AEW. Give it to me. So I would have this man's come in. I don't I don't want to put him with Matt immediately. Um, I would have them do what they did with Christian Cage, be like, we got another big signing, hype him up, and then have him come out, sign a contract, and be like, Look, I'm not here to you know, I, I understand my time's done uh, for the most part. I just want to have my last run here because i like the company i want to reignite my career do what i can in the time i have left i w- i would have him go on a, at least a two-month winning streak against nobodies hype him up you know after the letdown WWE has done and then i would have him get in a program with sting and darby i would have him him and sting mentor darby allen i would have them do six-man tags I would have them do tag team matches where you switch in Jeff Hardy and Sting. Because Sting and Jeff Hardy have a history together. You know, that um, terrible match in, what, 2013, 14? I don't remember what year it was. I'm just... 2011? <laughs> that was, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, that was uh, awful. But I would have him do some stuff with Jeff Hardy. Maybe help, uh, I mean, not Jeff, do stuff with Jeff Hardy. Do stuff with Darby Allen. Help Darby get the TNT title back. Have Darby go on a year and a half run because as long as long as it's not Miro he beats because that's just no I don't think it should be Miro he beats I think Miro should lose it by a roll up or some some sort of screwy finish you know I mean because I mean I you know I know you like Darby Allen I mean he's okay for some of the newer ones I've told you my issue with a lot of those guys it's just their size it's just I, I agree with you on Darby Darby's too small for me I think he needs to put on some muscle because him beating Brian Cage it's just like look dude we get it's wrestling but there's some sort of believability to it I yeah, do that man looks like he'd kill somebody yeah I think and if he keeps doing that Steiner screwdriver he might kill yeah somebody. he needs to stop that I I don't I don't. I don't like that. I. I would be like, yeah, I ain't taking that, Chief. Well, I mean, I don't know if you remember or not, but off the subject. But when uh, Shane Helms left, when well, when he came over to WCW during the the buy when WWE bought him, mm-hmm. he was using the vertebraker as his finisher, which was the Gringo Killer that uh, Homicide used. Mm-hmm. But them he got over there, and them guys were like, nope, <laughs> no sir, nope, not me. And Vince was like, then I had twenty people tell me they're not taking that man. Come up with something else. <laughs> yeah, and then he did like a knee buster or something. Which is fine because I wouldn't take it either. So, but um, back to Darby Allen. You know, I would use Jeff in an enhancement role, and then once you know you get him away from Darby and Sting, you know, have him go team with Matt once Matt's face again, because you want you want the Hardys as a face tag team. You don't want them as a heel. Depends. I don't. I don't think they would. I, I, for their last run, I would prefer them to be. Oh faces. no, they'll, they'll their last run. They'll 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 be baby faces, and they'll they'll put somebody over like you know not the young bucks because they've done that before, but yeah. like the young bucks, an up and coming tag team, like like the Dudley did, a little like the Dudleys did with the New Day. Yeah, 
Yeah, so some sort of that level. I would have them win the tag team titles one more time. The AEW World Tag Team Titles. Who are the champions right now? It's who are the tag team champions? That's a good question. Jesus Christ, hang on, give us a minute. Um, it's not the best friends. It's it's the Young Bucks. What are what are we talking yeah. about? Oh yeah, the forgettable forgettable teams. Jesus Christ! My now, see, that goes today. back to my thing though, because they could they could win the Impact titles and they could win the AEW titles mm-hmm. on their expedition of gold. I mean, honestly, <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad thing because with Impact's uh, working relationship, Matt's already been back over there. He took private party over there. But you get what I'm saying. Did you you remember that when they yeah. were on their expedition of gold? And yeah. they had like six different tag titles. Yeah, it was it was insane. But I like for their last tag team run, I wouldn't mind if they won the Impact World Tag Team titles and the AEW World Tag Team titles. I wouldn't have them hold it long, maybe a month or two. But once they're ready to retire, you know, let them hold the belts for a couple months and then, all right, cool. Put Matt in a backstage role, Jeff. I don't know what Jeff's gonna do. I don't know. I mean, Jeff's got a lot of outside interest. They they say, like I told you earlier, they've always said Matt had the mind for the business and Jeff was just. Okay, let's do it. Looking for the next high. I don't mean that drug wise. It's just, he's a, he's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. He's and, a thrill seeker. And, you know, so no, you know, that, that's no uh, pun on uh, Lance Storm or Chris Jericho, by the way. But uh, true. I mean, yeah, he's an adrenaline junkie, whether it be his, his music, his motorcycle racing, um, wrestling whatever i mean he's always looking for that next adventure so i think he would be fine i don't think he would be one that you saw come in as a road agent or anything Um, but then again you never know i mean he could have calmed down or whatever but but no i you know like should i agree with you they should go out as a tag team and they should go out like all like all good professionals do when you go out when your time is done and i mean that does mean you can't make appearances here and there because nobody ever fully retires in wrestling but when when your main time is done, you go out on your back. Yes, that is one hundred percent true. But yes, I think that's how we would book Jeff Hardy in AEW. My we version. have different opinions. My but... version's better. Uh, well, guys, you can let us know. Um, Fuck Darby. Oh, well, goddamn. <laughs> All right. Well, you can let us know. You know, and I, and I hope Darby's not fucking anybody that Sting knows about. Because Sting will tell everybody. That's a story for another time. Or unless you want to tell that now. You know that story, right? Yeah, he uh, he was a born again Christian, and he told his wife everything, everything, and which which is fine. You can tell them what you did until Don't, he told them what everybody what else everybody did. else did, and Sting didn't tell everybody else, but his wife sure as hell did. She picked up the phone. You know what Lex did? You know you know what Arn did? Well, not Arn. Arn's always been him and his wife been together for a long time, but just all those guys in the back, man. She was on the phone with all them wives. Yeah. So, so yeah. So so Darby. Don't do nothing that you want. Don't, don't do nothing. Sting will find out about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Tongue tied on that one. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't have much to say on it. It's like, yeah. Just be careful. Don't tell anybody your business. Don't. Don't tell him why only half your face is painted. Don't tell him the other half rubbed off on one. Never mind. Well, guys. I think this is about the end of the episode. If you want to win this Jeff Hardy WWE Elite action figure, if you're watching on video or if you're listening to us on the podcast, it's sitting right in front of us. Or the right AE, here, right here. Or the AEW Matt Hardy action figure. Win the figures. Win the figures. Yeah, I mean, there we go. Win the figures. Email uh, him. Email him at one of his 500 email addresses. Email me at C. Or, not that one. <laughs> Christian Ingram YT at gmail.com. See, that's why I have one. Yeah, I, one. I need it. I, I don't one. know. One. 
That's fair. I need to just keep one, but I have multiple ones. How cute. All Elite and Elite Collection. Yeah, I know. That's funny, right? Cute. So if you want to win it, um, let us know how you would book Jeff Hardy in AEW. Subject line, Jeff Hardy, AEW. Let us know, and we will pick the best one, and we will email you back being like, hey, congrats. And you know, like when they email in and we pick a winner, you know what we're going to do with these action figures? What? Do it! them from the table we we will we will send them put them in a box and send them your way don't say put it in the box where stain can hear you that that's fair <laughs> that's a fair statement um anything else you want to get out before we head on out no man i'm good my idea was better well that's fair guys go follow us on instagram twitter facebook snapchat facebook i'm all over the place man youtube he's gonna upload up i can't talk now see so you rubbing off my bad he's gonna upload some stuff on my youtube channel that he's been promising forever so that's fair yeah i'm lazy just a little you're the tech guy man i know and i suck at it but but anyway when it comes to jeff hardy and aew that's how we would book it